0: You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. It's the Radio 1 91FM breakfast show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... Rebecca from the incredible duo making unreal waves all over across the country. This is Rebecca from Haz and Milo. How are you doing this morning? hello i'm good thank you how are you good good yeah i'm well too thanks aside from this pesky cold but we do ride (laughs) (laughs) but back on track you have both just released a brand new single called march 12 alongside an incredible ep titled brunette it was released on the 28th of july how has life been since the release Um, really good. It just feels good to put
1: it out in the universe. We've had a really good, um, response so far, which has been super sweet
0: and yeah, it's feeling pretty nice. How would you describe the sound of this new EP in comparison to your previous music?
1: Um, I think this one we definitely went, for me especially, I went a bit back to my roots a little bit with more, um kind of soul, 90s R&B, even a bit of gospel thrown in there, which has been really nice um, because I think this time around, Haz and I, obviously we've been writing together for such a long time. We've got a very comfortable kind of writing process. It it was nice to just be able to um, incorporate some of those elements back in and really get stuck into some more harmonies, some like gritty harmonies. And yeah, so it's a little different in that way, I think.
0: And the final product is so good. I would say it is definitely my favorite project of work that you guys have released to date. And as you were saying before, you and Haz have been writing together for quite a while now. And obviously with time comes change in both your personal and professional lives. How do you go about navigating those I suppose, musical taste changes alongside being a duo?
1: Um, well, that's the thing. I guess because we spend so much time together, um, I mean, it's been about five or six years now since we started writing and we didn't really know each other before that. Um, but since we started writing together, we do, pretty much for us a typical week will be that we hang out in the studio for at least a full day and just kind of sit and listen to what each other is. Into at the moment, and we just write demos. And um, so it's been a very organic, easy kind of shift, probably that we haven't even really noticed ourselves, <laughs> but we just know each other so well. And um, yeah, there's been since we started writing this, I mean, obviously, we've had a lot of life changes. We went through COVID, which I'm sure everyone is so sick of talking about, but that was obviously a, a biggie. Um, so yeah, this is kind of a snapshot into actually more around 2020 to 2021 is when we kind of broke this music, so it's quite interesting in that way. But yeah, we just kind of served through life um, together as kind of each other's from afar, sometimes in-person support, and yeah, it's
0: cool. Oh so beautiful and I think that that definitely translates into the dynamic of your music like you can feel that you guys just collaborate so seamlessly or at least it seems like that from the outside don't know what goes on in the studio <laughs> no, <that's us>. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose that's the beauty of it eh this EP is called Brunette, and you know everyone's always going around asking what's what's the meaning behind the name of the EP? What's well, you know, is it deep? Is it deep? Please tell us why is the EP called Brunette?
1: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it is literally because I am brunette now, um, and that's all there is to it. And that is because I basically fried my hair from bleaching. That <laughs> <laughs> ah! was. Kind of- Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It really changes your hair forever.
0: (laughs) For context with anybody who may not be familiar, their first EP was called Blonde. And now this one is brunette. So if you need a sign to not bleach your entire head of hair, take this from (laughs) Rebecca. She knows from experience. This is it. Trust me, trust me. (laughs) Now, the song that has been circulating in the Radio 1 rotation very, very regularly since its release was the lead single from the EP. It is called March 12th. Is there a deep meaning behind the name of this tune? Um, so funnily enough, the song itself is
1: probably the most personal thing I've ever written. Um, but the title is not deep either. It has names his beats <laughs> by the date which he's written them on. Um, And this happened to be one that I grabbed straight away after hearing it, and it was obviously written on March 12th and has now actually has three tracks, release tracks. I think there's a Homebrew one and maybe a Team Dynamite track also called March 12th. (laughs) Um,
0: I guess it's an auspicious day for him to write on. (laughs) That midway through March point, man, it'll get you. It'll get you. (laughs) Now you mentioned that March twelfth is the most personal song that you have written and released to date. What kind of topics are covered in March twelfth?
1: Um, March twelfth. It's it's a song that I wrote to myself, basically as as a teenager, as a kid, um, and it's what I wo- what I wish someone had told me at the time. Um, Kind of a time travel thing, if you will. Um, I went through some really difficult personal and family stuff during that time that really affected me and how I viewed the world and how I trusted other people for a very long time. Um, and it's one of those things, you know, if you could go back and tell your thirteen-year-old self any one thing, what would you tell them? And I'd tell myself, you know, bad things happen, but it's okay to trust people. It's okay, you don't have to put on a strong front for the rest of your life you can let people in and one day you know you will find people that you trust and that you love and it will be okay basically
0: such a beautiful theme and also such a vulnerable message to share and I think that there comes a lot of bravery with vulnerability as well How do you go about navigating writing about vulnerable topics? Because obviously you want to share pieces of yourself, but also sometimes it's nice to keep those pieces of yourself to yourself as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, um, working with Haz has really opened me up to writing about topics like that. Um, I never used to do that in the past, or if I did, they'd be so ambiguous lyrically that no one else would really know what they were about. Um, but this is still, I think that that is one of the tools I still use is I think lyrically it's still ambiguous enough that I've had a lot of people, um, interpret it in slightly different ways or say they can relate to it, um, in a way that maybe wasn't the intended meaning, but still is really cool. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing I do is, you know, it's not gra- kind of graphic and very, very straightforward. It's um, more about the feeling of the song um, kind of conveys those emotions for me. And that's why I love working with Has. Like, whenever he sends me, that beat especially evokes such a strong emotion that it made writing very easy. Like, almost the lyrics almost didn't really even matter that much, if that makes sense
0: for me. mm and alongside that, have you ever felt any pressure to not go too deep in your music or, you know, not explore too many sort of uh, vulnerable themes? Because I think that when it comes to, you know, commercial music and the way that we consume music these days, it's usually through social media or through a digital form. And it can be quite passive as well? Have you ever mm. sort of felt any pressure to not go too deep into your music or, you know, sort of hold back from being a bit more vulnerable?
1: Yeah, a 100%. I mean, especially when you're touching on topics um, you know, like trauma or um anything that can be I don't know, it can kind of for some people it's very helpful and for other people for a ma- kind of mainstream audience, I think it can be a bit, you know, people want to listen to fun stuff like sexy Mm. fun stuff so it can be a bit um yeah a bit more of a risk to put yourself out there like that which is why I have so much respect for songwriters that do do that and I think I'm still just kind of verging on being able to really open up Uh, and same goes for any you know politics or um, any of those types of topics it's definitely a bit more of a risk and you are aware of that when you're writing not to overstep sometimes I think um, that's a really good point. I never really thought about it, but it's definitely a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, mm. alongside that, there is so much self-growth that can also be within not necessarily writing and releasing that kind of music, but even just writing it. You know, writing it down and just keeping it for yourself until you're ready to send it out there into the universe for anybody to consume
1: absolutely oh yeah that's the thing i mean i'm so lucky as a songwriter it's so it's one of the most cathartic things you can do is just sit down and write a song um yeah even if it's just for you know yourself being able to do that is very cool so very um uh what's the word healing like a bomb music mm. is a balm.
0: yeah a nice wee kawa kawa bomb
1: <laughs> on your <little>
0: skin <laughs> if it gets hurt <laughs> Awesome. The EP is called Brunette. It came out on the 28th of July. Rebecca, I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do end up changing your hair colour again, are we going to <laughs> expect that as the next EP name or are we going to delve out?
1: I think next time we're going to branch out and maybe get a little more creative. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I have had, yeah, I've had a few. Is the next one going to be called Redhead? Um, And the answer to that is definitely no. It wouldn't suit me at all. (laughs) Um, But I I think for the next project, we're looking at doing a full-length album. So, yeah, we might give it a little more thought this time and (laughs) go for something out of the box, yeah.
0: Worst case scenario, just name it after a date that has made the beats. (laughs) Maybe March 12th again. Who's to say? Who's to say? (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Congratulations once again on the release of this beautiful EP, Brunette. And we cannot wait for the full-scale album. Ooh. Yay! Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. Oh. And Haz says hello as well. Oh, shout out, Haz. <laughs> you legend. He's probably sleeping, but I know he's here in spirit, so... <laughs> Bless his songs That was Rebecca from Hazimolo on their brand new EP called Brunette, as well as this lead single. It is called March 12. And it goes all something like this. This is Radio 1 breakfast with Candace on your Tuesday morning. Keep it locked. I did it was right over you. Did you ever feel safe?
1: Did you hold it? Something to prove in the night you wake but you never say you don't want to come under
0: but don't shake as you that was a radio 191 Fm podcast you can find more of them at r oneconz forward podcast.